Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my bearings. Or parish. Raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced Ethiopian, inhaling kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line, no defining Swirling dervish, in between space and time It's a fixed Tuesday, another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day Just a fuse the way Suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees. Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted.
staying attentive to self, Louis Solomon, watching, watching, paying attention to the energy. Tonight's topic is when we're going to be talking about picking on energy transference, you know, with basically uh, like law of conservation of energy. Um, but first and foremost, I want to give thanks to those that came before and those that will come after. I want to give thanks to Dr. Eileen and Sister Kadira. They're preparing, I know, for um, Automotive Equinox coming up in a couple of days. Remember, Equinox means equal day and night. So uh, there'll be a balance on the, the 22nd. I'm not taking this day of it this year. Uh, you know, so that's a good day to pay attention to yourself, you know, in that cycle, in, in that pattern. You know, and, and, and I, as well as come accustomed to uh, paying attention to ourselves. You know, give thanks to Brother Jamal and Brother Fahim. Me and me, the whole First World the family is um, the building and everything, as well as the, um, the immediate family, as well as the extended family. Brothers and sisters out there, you know what I'm saying? Um, God's, Nagus, Sinet's son, Sinet means sister, and Medunetra, and Ethin means brother. Love, peace, peace, prosperity, protection, and good health, to indeed. Um, like I said, tonight's conversation is going to be talking about uh, the topic is fear. 911. So what I'm talking about, of course, fear is an uh, acronym for false evidence appearing real or false experiences appearing real. Today's zeitgeist, if you will, um, the spirit of the time, we are the spirit of the time. Let's just look at the word spirit of the time. Spirit can be equivalent or it's interchangeable with energy. So energy of the time. Then we look at the word time, remember it's uh, derived from the word, the Latin word D-I-M-O-N, demon. Demon means division, D, you know, like divide two, but it means to divide. So time is to divide. So it means basically spirit of the time, divide, spirit of the divide, or energy of division. So what is being divided, right? Yeah, you know, if something's going to be divided, I mean, if it's the spirit or the energy of the vision, it has to be something to divide, type of material or some type of event that's materialized or anything in that general amount of division. There has to be an option. All right, so what's being divided? In my perspective, um, the spirit and the matter. Intelligence and matter is being divided. I'm going to begin. This is uh, notes. I, I pulled up a few notes I've written up where I've taken over these few years and some things I've written down. Um, so something being divided gave me the. I was just like, hmm. Let me reflect on some information that uh, about pretty much about matter, you know, so dealing with matter, you know, matter is energy, but it's frozen energy, basically. So what is frozen energy? Uh, energy, 
that becomes frozen in matter. This is what we call frozen energy, and it has a lot of a, a large amount of energy inherent within it while it's frozen. We also call it resting. So, like on the seventh day, so-called God rested. On the first day, that was the first movement, or pre, what they call the primum mobile. So that primum mobile was the churning. Also, they call it the churning of space. It's also called the churning of space. That's churning. That's what we call it. So the churning of space is also is, is like it's, it's so, one is pulling and the other is is pushing, so to speak. So centrifugal, centrifugal type of effect, that contraction and an expansion. You know, that's that dot, that black dot in the center in the circle around it, or the, what we call the eye rod, or the, you know, the, the symbol of Aten, um, Aten Ra, you know, or Shin. But this symbol, the circle in the dot is represented by the vortex, is represented by the black dot, basically the um, initial spark, your a higher self. But this energy approaches the speed of light, and, and when it requires more and more mass, it then becomes frozen as it requires this mass. Energy that is frozen or in this rest energy has, like I said earlier, a lot of frozen energy. A-bombs, nuclear bombs, water atom bombs, nuclear bombs have mass, they, you know, they have massive explosive um, items that hold latent energy in the nucleus of the atom. And when it is ignited, it, you know, this latent energy goes everywhere. You know, it could be a small, just small little box, but that box holding that latent energy within the nucleus of that atom, when it's unleashed, could blow up, you know, thousand miles worth of damage just from this small little atom. So this, this rest motion, Is basic is also the physical body. You must recall the law of vibration. Also, though, law of vibration states that everything vibrates. So there is really no inertia or no stillness within um, within matter. And we're gonna get back to that in a few seconds. So when we're speaking on the spirit of time again, or the zeitgeist, if you remember that documentary that, uh, back in a couple of years ago, zeitgeist means uh, basically spirit of time in German, but we're dealing with the energy of division, separating the physical body from the intelligence that is held and that pretty much holds that physical body together and is the higher self, or it is us, it is you. The spirit is your spirit being taking on a physical experience. You're looking at current events and false evidence appearing real or false experiences appearing real. That's the reason I've entitled the 911. It's been a few years since the actual 911 event. I'm for what, about 16 years, you know. Born in the seven, the one in six. But at any rate, we're now. Um, so you know, we don't really speak on nine eleven. And this tonight's uh, discussion is going to be based on that. Either. You know, but I'm going to bring some truths that I've experienced with some of these current events um, this year, as well as 
previous years um, and how they all interconnect somewhat to in my own perspective. And that, like I said, I don't, I ain't gonna get on here and say facts. I ain't gonna get on here and say truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, that's just me. I, I don't judge anyone else for doing that and saying this is it's a fact because I'm, I made it a fact. You know, that's because, this, but dealing with our own personal truth and our own experience, everyone's an individual. And when we take that right away, which is a natural right to be your own self, then we are, again, going in that um, pattern of entrainment. So, as I was writing here in the in the in the brief at the top right here where I was disclaiming the subject of tonight, the synopsis it states tonight's subject is based on entrainment and transference. So exactly what is entrainment? Um, I'll read you the definition here, then I give you an example, a couple of examples of what entrainment is. Um Entrainment. All right. So entrainment is um, to, well. Before I go into that one, I'm going to start with, um, like I said, the definition of it. Entrainment has different definitions, but basically, entrainment biomusicology entrainment is the synchronization of organisms to an external rhythm. So entrainment chronobiology and chronobiology is the alignment of circadian or circadian dealing with the circle or cycle system. So chronobiology is the alignment of circadian systems, period and phase to the period and phase of an external rhythm. So it's an external rhythm, an external audio sound that synchronizes um, with um, the circadian system. Period, phase of external. So whatever the natural cycle is, we entrained to an external. In the again, biomusicology entrainment is the synchronization of organisms to an external rhythm. So it's similar to chronobiology, but chronobiology is a circadian, it's a constant cycle. It's always in repetitive mode, so it's happening again and again in that circle. Um, entrainment. Is basically any practice. This is brainwave entrainment that I call I I dubbed it UABE, uh, which is an acronym for unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. Um, reading the UFCY, I entitled that UABE or unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. This is brainwave entrainment, and it is any practice that aims to cause brainwave frequencies to fall into step with the periodic stimulus having the frequency corresponding to the intended brain state, for example, to induce sleep, is usually attempted with the use of specialized software, you know what I'm saying, computer software. It purportedly depends upon a frequency following response on the assumption that the human brain has a tendency to change its dominant EEG or an electro-symphologram, which is a test that detects electrical activity in our brain using small flat metal discs or electrodes that are attached to our scalp. Your brain cells communicate via electrical impulses and are active at all times, even when we're asleep. This activity shows up as wave lines on EEG recordings. Towards the frequency, um, 
So the, the brain waves, the brain, human brain has a tendency to change its dominant EEG towards the frequency of a dominant external stimulus. So if we're hearing something that, or we're around a certain type of energy or that's vibrating a certain way, we tend to, um, that, and it's a dominant frequency, we tend to automatically lean towards that external stimulus and become entrained to it. So such a stimulus may be aureal, meaning half sound, as in the case of binaural or mono mono beats and isophonic tone. Photic visual as with a dream machine or a combination of the two with the mind machine. That's the TV. Combination of the photic visual and the binaural or monoral beats and isotronic tones or, or the aureal type of um, entrainment. Both of those combined bring about what they call the mind machine, which is a, a blend of the dream machine, photic, visual, and the um, aureal type of stimulus for entrainment. This is also electromagnetic radiation when both are combined. So that's UAV, unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. Again, that is when um, any that's when any practice that aims to cause brainwave frequencies to fall into step with the periodic stimulus that has a frequency corresponding to the intended brain state. So, whatever the brain state that the external frequency is uh, implementing, that is what the desired effect will or the outcome will intend, or the outcome will eventually become that desired effect. Whatever the frequency is that is being placed externally we will become entrained to. And this is done with special software. It was tested years ago, 40, 50 years ago, to get into that with the radio project and with the modern well, television um, and the baby boom era. Uh, so with hemispheric synchronization, or natural brainwave entrainment, hemispheric synchronization is a potential and generally desired result of brainwave entrainment. It refers to a state when the brainwave pattern of the right and left hemispheres become alike. A person with similar activity in both hemispheres is alleged to be happier, more optimistic, more emotionally stable, and less prone to mental illness. Increased levels of synchronization are found naturally in people who meditate regularly and people who are very content with their lives in general. Now, I didn't write this. I didn't make this up. This is uh, actually what I've had looked up a few years ago when I, I started studying and training and give thanks to uh, Dr. Valentine who introduced me to, he introduced his students in general to um, what entrainment is um, by way of the University of Commission Sciences. I think, you know, it's been a minute, <laughs> but that uh, is where I began my study on this topic. All right, so that's brainwave entrainment, UA, unintelligible brainwave entrainment, and A, um, I mean, NAVI, natural brainwave entrainment. So natural brainwave entrainment is like with meditation, you know. Uh, it is, like I said, it states that those who meditate regularly are very happy with their lives in general, you know, no ups and downs. Like they're pretty much neutral, natural, you know, like you're speaking. On last week with um, stress, you know, you, you want neutral stress. Positive, 
you know, positive stuff is cool. That's basically uh, preventing or, or curative, actually. Preventive would be like, okay, that, that's also in between neutral. But neutral is like there's nothing going on. Go to sleep at night for two hours and you feel good in the morning and you still got enough energy. That's because the body doesn't need as much time to rejuvenate. So that, that neutrality within our body when it's not pulling on another organ to rejuvenate or another system due to the fact that that system may be falling short energy or vitality to um, be stabilized or to even, uh, endure certain types of conflicts that may come to So that's neutral. All right, so that's entrainment. Entrainment is basically, like you're saying, uh, like you just read, it is basically um, an external an external frequency or some type of stimulus that causes one to fall into step with that periodic stimulus. So, um, uh, uh, let's see. Example is two examples. Three examples. A woman on the period. A woman going through that time of the month, right? So, if a woman lives with other women, like it's three women, four women living in the household, and one of those women out of the four women is very dominant, and they go on their cycle. Eventually, like especially if they live in that household for a pattern or a cycle of a year or so, um, that circadian or whatnot that is following throughout the year and there's in that mating cycle or the, the one that is a dominant cycle, the other three will fall into step with the most dominant female cycle and will start having their um, period or that time of the month come on. At a similar at a similar part of the month. Might not be the same day, but it'll be around the same time that, that month. When they might have been a week before, two weeks before, or sometime in the night that wasn't even close to that. But when it is more females together, like if you if you stay in a dorm with with women and you got three, four in your dorm room or whatever it might be two, you may fall into step with that roommate if y'all living in that house or in that dorm for like, you know, a year or so together or not. Another example is the alpha dog. So you got dogs, you know what I'm saying? Um, whatever dog that is the alpha is going to stand out. The other ones have to fall in step, fall in sync, synchronize with whatever the alpha dog is. So the alpha dog is ready to eat. They, you know, they they ready to eat. You know what I'm saying? So they fall in sync. The alpha dog ready to sleep, then all dogs ready to sleep. You know what I'm saying? They, no one goes into the den into the alpha dog with Everybody then they fall in. So this is that's um, some examples of what entrainment is. Entrainment basically is falling into step with or synchronizing to a dominant external frequency. And right now the dominant external frequency is of course like the statement is based on fear or um false evidence appearing real, false appearances appearing real. So like I said, tonight I wanted to speak on this because with all these current events is going on, um, you know, you as we know, our money is our attention. So our brain is our wallet and our money is our attention. So we gotta watch what we pay attention to. We gotta watch where we're putting our money. Because that money is currency, it is energy. 
our attention is energy, energy, the body. So our attention, the body. We have our undivided attention right now. So that means we are in a trance, in trained, in a trance. You know, so what is a trance? Basically, you know, we, we think about a trance. Think about, you know, sleep state, inducing sleep, you know, so uh, Train, you know, training also means to basically. It also means uh, to bring a person to proficiency by practicing the structure. Training, T R A I N. Um, the state of being trained. So, when we, like in martial arts, if we think about um, positive stress, in martial arts, we say we are practicing martial arts. You know, martial, martial artists says that they are practicing martial arts. So when you practice something, that means you're becoming more you're becoming more proficient or you're getting better at it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why also, you know, in life some martial artists or even when you find a passion for anything in your life, you don't say this is just something you do, you say this is the way of life. So the martial arts you say martial arts is the way of life. You know One, I have a, a call. This is my man. I'm, I'll hold on. Hold on. Okay, yep, I'm back. All right. Um so you know, training, like I was saying, training is basically um um just a process of bringing yourself to um a, a, like a higher state of whatever you're practicing at the time. By practicing instruction, you become better and better at whatever you're doing. But in this case we're talking about entrainment. Train also means it goes into the Latin word trans or transfer. The Latin word transfer, T-R-A-N-I-S-I-R-E, um, means also originally meant to pass on or to cross over or transition. Okay, so uh, training, entrainment, transitioning from one to the other. So that undivided attention or the energy divided, that's, you know, the time, the spirit of the time, but this energy divided is our attention. Our attention is our energy again. So that undivided attention is that focus or that trance at the same, in the same breath. So how do they, how is the trance um, implemented? How is the trance implemented on a day to day? Basically through our breath. You know, with every thought, there is a breath attached, but when our breath is captivated by certain activities, so to speak, just like uh, listening to me now, talking. We're not, you know, you may not be breathing in the same pattern that you would be if you were acknowledging your breath consciously. So 
So we go into light trances all the time throughout the day. That's normal and natural. You know, that's going to happen with us. We can put ourselves into a trance, potentially, or we can be placed into a trance externally, called it hypnosis. You know, so in meditation, we put not we put ourselves into a trance, go into a light trance, and it's called samadhi or deep status. Of, uh, but we're in between both realms, spiritual and material. Now, this what we're talking about—the spirit of time—is in relation to entrainment as well as to transference of energy. So, the spirit energy of the division, the transference of energy. All right, so this energy, the division of this energy, splitting it up throughout the circadian of the year, the circadian of the month, the circadian of the week, the circadian of the day. Every day has some type of potential within the hour. That's why it's called the hour. It has some type of potential or phenomena that can be manifested within each hour of the day. 12 and 12, it's going by that clock, 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? So each hour, then each day of the week, you know what I'm saying? So out of those seven, you're going by seven. You know what I'm saying? Then out of those seven days, the month, we're going by 30. So every month, all 30 days, has some type of cycle or some type of um, information within that that can be harnessed and used naturally as well as throughout the whole year. Now, the artificial constructs that are participating with manipulating our psychology, basically brainwave and training, we are just, uh, I want to tell you something. Yes, granddaughter, please. Did I do No, ma'am, I didn't. I'm on the block. I'm on the floor, and we'll we'll chop it up in a couple of hours. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, she turned the light. Yes, ma'am. Turn it back on. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so just like I was saying, um, that was my. So the transference of energy, which is our attention, and also the spirit, intelligence, is transference of energy within the circadian or the circadian of the day, the week, the month, as well as the year, as well as the life, you know what I'm saying? So how is this attention or our energy being transferred to manipulate certain activities, so to speak, like the hurricanes. Um, I've spoken on this a couple of times previously in the past. I guess we want to call it the past. But I don't know, a couple of days ago, a couple of seconds ago. Yeah, we spoke on this before. So let's dig into it a little bit. First of all, what is law of conservation? The law of conservation energy states that um, basically energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. It also states that the energy of the universe remains constant. So energy can't be created or destroyed because 
is only can be transformed, transferred from one form to another form. So this transference and transformation of energy is always taking place, you know. So when we're thinking something might be gone, like, you know, like when you say someone is passed away or a lot of people say died, we think they're dead and gone, you know, they're gone, she's dead, you know, never seen them, you know, get all emotional, you know, just from the thought of not being able to speak to or see our loved ones or someone or something like that. And where it's taking place, though, is that energy has transferred and transformed into another form. It's not necessarily um, gone, like we talk about, because it can't go anywhere that is not, where is it going to go? Everything is everything, correct? So if, um, you know, we look at things like it's separate from, so that goes that separation, the division, you know, the spirit of separation, the spirit of division. So the sign of the times is separation, is division, is separating um, lower self and higher self instead of combining lower self and higher self or combining left and right brain or merging of the two opposites, you know, so the creative aspect of ourselves as well as the rational reasoning aspect of ourselves, the logical, logos, as well as the Monday. Or the larger aspect, the macro, and the macro coming in together. It's one. So this law of conservation states that energy can't be destroyed or created. The universe holds an abundant amount of energy, and that energy remains constant at all times. You know, you dip out, you place dip out, you place, you know, so somebody's always jumping in the pool, getting out of the pool, jumping in the pool, getting out. You know, there's always an activity takes place. So we're looking at the few things in weather here lately. Um, as we were speaking on last week, Harvey and Irma, and Harvey being battle-worthy, you know what I'm saying? What battle, you know? Then we have Irma, the uh, god of war. Hmm, god of war. He's the god of war in um, ancient Egypt, Egyptian texts. Is Nice, you know what I'm saying? God is the underworld Nice as well, but Nice, God of War, um, symbol was or is um, two arrows crossed, right? And what is the symbol of, if, if you recall, Jade Ham? Two arrows, the same symbol. But Jade Ham is actually a military. Um, it was a military field exercise, so to speak, that held Texas, um, New Mexico, and Utah's enemy states within the American, American U.S. boundaries or whatever. And they went in there and they acted like, you know, the China and all these different communist types of uh, regiments or whatever. And they, you know, had you know people walking across the street with their hands on their head and the military with, uh, behind them and in front of them guiding them or whatever to these FEMA camps, the so-called um, field exercise. They did this for two years, I think, in that area. And this is, my, I think it was last year and the year before, if I'm not mistaken, or 2015, 2014. Regardless, that was Jay Hammond's symbol was um, the goddess of war symbol, Nice. So now we had a goddess of war, Irma, and you know that's where we get the name Army from, Irma. But Irma means um, universal 
and home. All right, so that the energy conservation right there is taking place on Yahweh. Yahweh is life. Again, or Yahweh comes from the root Yah, which means life. Yahweh, or Hayim, meaning life. So when we got that going on, we were speaking on that last week. We got that happening last week. Couple weeks in, in the making with RV over in Texas, and let's look at some relations now. How does Circadian or cycle relate to um, the bring, the bringing about of weather anomalies in in America or in any country or, or whatever? You know, like I said, this is, I just put this together yesterday and today. Um, but just thinking about and seeing all these different activities, I I just had to really dig into it a little bit and just bring it out. I was already thinking. I've been thinking about this for a couple of years. I really haven't put it on paper much and really haven't talked anything about it. But check it out. And we're going to go. We're going to start it with um, with like what I was speaking on Irma. And Harvey. Activities that took place prior to the actual storm. So most of the time we just looking at like we you know we, we look at the effect. We don't look at the etiology, cause. We have to sometimes dig back down into it and go into the cause of it. How did this happen in the first place? Prior to me tripping up on this twig in this forest at night while, you know, I'm, I'm running. See, I, I, I tripped up on the tweet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Damn, I just twisted my ankle. My ankle hurt. Oh, it's broke. Oh, shit. Can't walk. I'm screaming. I'm hollering. But what's the cause of it? I just said it. It's dark. I'm running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's nighttime. So the cause of what put me in the woods and first place running. You know So we have to sometimes... You know, look at the steps that led to, we, we should always look at the steps that led to the actual event, not just look at the event, you know, because that's the energy in motion. What is the spirit of time, the spirit of division? So, when, again, when we're speaking on division, we're also talking about the circadian of the day, the circadian of the week, the circadian of the month, as well as the year. So, that's the clock going in that cycle. Oh, let's make money. Let's make it now. So, what happened? Last year, well, around the same time. If you guys can recall, there was a few incidents um, that took place in July of last year, 2016. A few things that happened last year in general. Um, matter of fact, let's see, Donald Trump was elected president. In what November of 2016, October, right? So that's about a year ago. Like, I um, let's see, uh, Solando Castillo, you live was murdered by police. That was last year, 2016. Um, uh, Alton Sterling, 
that was uh, that happened with August fifth. I mean, not August fifth. Um, when was that? That was see August. It was August, regardless. Not August. August was July fifth. Yes, yeah. That was in the next day, the very next day, Orlando Castillo was murdered by police in. What was it? What was that? I can't recall, but at any rate, I know um, Officer Sterling was Louisiana. I think Orlando Castillo may have been in South Carolina. Um, or Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, that was um, two events that happened in 2016. Three events, including Donald Trump being named president. 2016. Um, then you got the, the attacks on the police, which um, took place with your bro- our brother, uh, Mika, I think his name is Mika Johnson, something like that, uh, if Michael. That took place um, that took place on July 7th, 16. Austin Sterling is 2016, July 5th. Then we had Orlando Castillo, July 6th, 2016. So July 5th, July 6th. Then 2016, on the day of July 7th, Mika Xavier goes, they say, goes and shoots um, some police officers down in Houston, Texas, in Dallas, Texas. And um, then 10 days after that, bad rules, uh, a brother went and shot a couple of police officers over in there. All right, so let's look at these, this energy right here. So energy and motion, remember, energy can't be destroyed or created. Now, what I'm talking about with energy transference, how do you relate to the circadian of our physical and spiritual reality? The intelligence that is holding the matter together as it vibrates, as well as the matter that we are are um, encapsulating. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Dark lives matter. Or dark matter. All right. So this dark energy that can't be destroyed or created is everywhere and everything. So we are using this energy at all times, regardless. When, it's, when we think it is dormant or is inert, still alive and present and doing the thing, thing, it ain't in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? I said, again, it's not in the dirt. When we think of something that's gone dead or whatever, it's still there, alive and present. So the energy of last year, 2016, the shootings of so-called um, police officers in Dallas, the shootings of police officers in Baton Rouge, the shootings of Austin um, Sterling in Baton Rouge, the sh- uh, shooting or the murdering of um, of Orlando uh, Castillo over in I think it was uh, Minnesota. And then after Minnesota. So that energy is still lurking out there. The president uh, being named 
well, what his name uh, Trump being named president. Um, all these things occurred that year. Also, Pulse nightclub, remember that happened over in Florida uh, last year. All right, so that was 20, 2016. Um, Terror attacks all over the world. Uh, remember, if y'all can recall, it was um, a few incidents over there with the ISIS, what they call ISIS, the Islamic State, and this, you know, Iran and Syria, where, you know, a couple of people were, were murdered or killed in, in you know, bombings and shootings and, and other things of that matter. And this is all 2016. And, yeah, we got all types of stuff going on. But the agency, especially like in America, or your Brexit, the Brexit uh, happened where there was Great Britain, whatever, nineteen for David Cameron was not his prime minister. And that's when they said Great Britain was going to be leaving out the government of the all this happened last year, 2016. Now, although it's in the past, the emotion, the energy emotions we went through, you got to recall what's going on with um, this Atlantean type of, of Luciferian Atlantean type of um, technology that has uh, been utilized for certain measures as far as brainwave and training. And that's unintelligible brainwave and training. So they have systems in place that'll be uh, called HARP and also these chemical tricks. HARP acronym means highly advanced oil research program. So as we were just speaking on what entrainment is, entrainment is the synchronization, again, of an external, by an external frequency with the circadian of that um, periodic symbol. So basically, again, entrainment is synchronization of brainwave frequency, brainwave frequency to an external frequency. And this cause will cause whatever the frequency is meant to induce, it will be induced upon the substance. So upon the brain. So right now the frequency like I said is on fear. Frequency frequent fear. And it's perpetual. It's always in the cycle. It's always going on. It's always in place. You know, if, if we look closely, we will notice this. And we don't need to look too close. We really need to look away from the spirit and go into the love, which would be first love itself. You know, and spend more time in that arena, in that in, in, inside, you know, just not inside the house, but basically living your natural self, your natural way being. You know, and everything will work out.
took place in 2016. So that energy is nothing up there. And when we look at where the actual storm of um, Harvey initially, well, when it was hit in the states, was Texas. All right, so Texas, as well as uh, Louisiana. And if you can recall, these are two states that had incidents that um, occurred with you know, brothers and sisters inside of this district of traumatic events, as well as all individuals who have dual cells, because all individuals who have dual cells have energy or emotion. Energy to, that, that was in movement at that time was um, in 16 was um, the murder of Alton Sterling over in Louisiana, then the brother of, of what's his name, Meek Micah, went and shot those guys, those, those police, so-called police officers over there in, um, in Texas. So as these things take place, energy and emotion, or whatever, energy and emotion, spirit starts to move. Because we are already in a time lock with fear that's already taking place, it is easy to uh, represent the same form physically and then initiate that thought or whatnot into the subject and, fall, and, and cause those of the human brain to fall back into sync with that same fear. And then when that same fear is put into the physical body, it is pretty much lodged into base reality where fear sits down here below the kidney. You know what I'm saying? Within the sacral region, the sacral chakra region, and then the root chakra region as well. So the solar plexus of the heart is going down into that region, and the energy is seeping into the lower realms and not, you know what I'm saying? So that's stagnant energy, but that energy is not dead. You know what I'm saying? It's, it still has. The ability to be used, even though it is in somewhat a dormant state, when there is an external impulse or an external frequency such as heart, which resonates sound, oral, again, heart is high, highly active oral research program, or high, high frequency active, highly frequent, highly active highly frequently active oral research program is what some people may call it, but I just say heart, H-A-A-R-P, high, highly active program. So they're all means sound. So again, what is, how, do, how does brainwave entrainment occur again? By way of oral sound. Or um, one aspect is um, biomusicology, as well as um, chronobiology. But both of those, well, especially entrainment by biomusicology, is a synchronization to an external rhythm, meaning oral rhythm. And also, right here, it states that uh, takes in electrical input or impulses and are active at all times. So, our brain is similar as far as the extra low frequency or the L 
that is long is similar to the Schumann resonance of 7.87, I think, 7.83, somewhere in there. But that Schumann resonance is the brainwave frequency of the planet Earth. And when we are when we um, use that resonance or that frequency as a, a as a foundation, it will it is also it also resonates with the uh, frequency of going into from um, from four to seven is beta state. Beta state is a state of relaxation, you know, calmness. Going from seven to twelve is a state of alertness. You know, what I'm saying it also can be a state of agitation when it is utilized frequently and is always on. Like the sixty hertz is always there. The extra low frequency, even though it may not be seven or twelve, going beyond at twelve is the same thing. You know, what I'm saying so. Sixty hertz is always there. It's in there all of uh, all of our um, electronic devices in the This causes abnormal changes to the central nervous system. Okay, so the energy goes down and it's sitting there, but it is not big. All right, it can be used. This is also uh, another way of looking at how um, the dormant energy relates to the law of conservation. Right, so energy can be destroyed or created. It only transfers and transforms. So that energy and motion, that emotion of the prior year is not gone from last year. The emotions that we had ten years ago ain't gone. It's still around. Now the stronger the signal that was input, then the stronger the emotion will linger. You know, so it like if you witness somebody get murdered or something like that. You will always have that emotion. That that thought will always be there, and it's going to be stronger, stronger. Now, if you saw it on TV, it won't be as strong as actually going through the natural order for yourself as seeing it on TV. It will be similar stimulus to the cell, but in the mind, it will be a little bit different as far as frequency and the relation of that event and how it may cause a dominant external stimulus due to the fact that it happened outside and this external stimulus, but it may cause some type of factor in your life eventually that could be detrimental to our psychology. But this type, what we're talking about here, is artificial uh, artificial constructs in our reality. That seem real, you know, they may be they may be happening, not you know, we don't know, but it's whatever. You know, as far as I'm concerned, when the ancestors speak or Ankhstar, when the answers answers are delivered from what we call DNA. Our genes, you know, because the intelligence, remember, inside God or our ancestors speak to us. Our genes speak to us. And when we go in there, they give us some conclusions from that mishaps or some of the things that may be occurring outside here in the physical world. And they let us know, we're doing this. We are doing this. This is us. We're creating some things out here. So the energy is still looking up there from last year, right? So we're out there. Now we've got to deal with, we got to talk and speak on it. Chemtrails. Chemtrails hold particulates, and these particulates, in, in now speaking on two of them in general, is um, barium and aluminum. All right, so barium and aluminum are alloys. Uh, well, you know, well, barium and aluminum are very retractive or very and very reflective with light. You know, how you put aluminum on top of something, you cook it in the oven, you know what I'm saying, so that heat, you know, a bounce 
all to, you know, come in and bounce back right down into the food all the way through. Versus if I don't put that aluminum on there, it just be heat coming from the bottom and the top way up there. But when the heat gets trapped inside of that, that container and goes to the top where that aluminum is, that heat bounces back down to whatever physical matter, earth, you know what I'm saying, that's on the bottom and creates more, it creates moisture or whatever inside of like cake, you know what I'm saying? Because the cake put some room for alone or something like that, it's going to be a little bit more moist. Heat brings about more moisture in the atmosphere. Therefore, it will create more weather. You know what I'm saying? And we'll get into that in a second, you know, as far as condensation is concerned. So, but this heat is the same as our Kundalini energy. We were talking about last week, stress, darkness rising. You know, not to speak on ignorance rising, you know, but darkness rising. But basically, this heat or this energy emits a heat signature. Since we do have astral, well, we have other bodies other than just physical body. We have energy body. The energy body outside of this one, um, the theory body, is similar to this, similar in shape, but it's not the physical body. But the energy is also connected to other bodies outside of this body. This energy is going back and forth between the fifth dimension, fourth dimension, and the third dimension. It is That's what it's intended to do. Supposed to quantum leap, you know what I'm saying? Then bring back information from the fifth dimension by way of time, space, fourth dimension back to what we call the physical reality, the third dimension. Now, if there's aluminum and barium, um, and that's the blanket that is around the bubble of the planet Earth, and we're breathing it in, and you know, all day long we're exhaling it out, or whatever, this aluminum and barium has now the capability of, now bear with me, the heat within our lower self or this coming energy not being properly connected back to the higher self in its flow, you know, the Shiva and Shakti energy connecting the moon and the sun. When that takes place, it's still there. The energy is still there. It's still a lot. It's just not going where it should be within that individual cycle. You know, flowing in that what we call microcosmic orbit, you know, or the macrocosmic orbit, and keeping the vitality and the life or livelihood of the individuated dual. So the energy being down there is stuck, but then in, when it's manipulated by that heart sound or whatever, and then the heart sound also manipulates the kinfer and causes it to start shaking and all doing that, our energy is already there. We call it global warming. You know, they want to know how the globe warming up and all this other stuff. That's our energy. You know, saying we're in a day and time where, where, you know, our emotions is being played with. So a lot of our energy and our unknowingness gets um, captured within the atmosphere and it may change um, weather patterns. And if you know, I'm going to get this right here. Let me find it very quick, right? If you know, uh, this is, again, the law of uh, vibration, the principle of vibration. Nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. So this principle embodies the truth that everything is in motion. Nothing is really at rest. So like we were saying, I was saying, we, we think that something might be gone or whatever, even if it's uh, an event that took place last year or a person may have passed away 2,000 years ago. That energy is still, we can tap into Genghis Khan energy. 
You know what I'm saying? You can tap into to, uh, Shaka Zulu if you want to. You know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> energies out there that we can tap in. We can tap into that the Gandhi energy, Martin Luther King. It is not, they're not, the physical may be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, the energy, emotion is going to reside, especially certain aspects of the energy within the, the, the circumference of the um, personalities and thoughts that were in conjunction with the energy. Meaning, by way of the people around them, like loved ones or whatever, going to keep certain energy alive other than just so like me talking about Martin Luther King. Just speaking the name brings that energy back around, you know what I'm saying? Or Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? You know, give thanks, you know. So, same thing with this. The energy there. So, if it can be manipulated or halted, so check this out right here. I'm going to go into this part of this uh, sentence within principle of vibration. Um, it states right here, an understanding of this principle with the appropriate formulas enables hermetic students to control their own mental vibrations as well as those of others. So how and what does that mean? By utilizing the, this principle that everything vibrates, and everything is in motion, one can control their own mind as well as others, their own mental vibrations. If we can tap into the vibration, like the vibration 7.83, I think it's a resonance, that is also the vibration of the arm. You know what I'm saying? And the arm gives way to the Suryantra symbol. The Suryantra is the nine gates. The nine gates is basically you, the Merkle bar, you know what I'm saying, with that black dot in the center, 108. You know, you got 54 on one side, 54 on the other side. And we spoke on that uh, for the 108 or the infinite um, zero chakra, which is 801, you know what I'm saying? But that's that zero point. That's that neutral, that natural, you know what I'm saying, versus the negative stress, positive stress. That's that neutral, that natural, that inert unique ability that we have, you know, natural ability. They tell us we can't do certain things because they say it's high. They tell us we can't do certain things because we say we got to work too hard to get to that. And we, you know, they tell us we can't do certain things because we're not intelligent enough in that field, or we, or we might be over-experienced. <laughs> but this is just uh, a way to knock our hustle, keep us from getting to that point. So the point is zero, neutral. You know what I'm saying? Seeing everything as zero. Go back to zero. All right, but so I understand this principle with the appropriate formula enables hermetics to control their own mental vibration as well as those of others. So somebody knows, right? They know, but we know too. So no one has had the battle. Now applying the information again is the most important thing. So everything is vibrating and this resonant sound, this oral sound coming from the heart system vibrates into the chemtrails as well as our vibration of this lower uh, energy going up it's captured inside of the atmosphere because it can't break free off of this aluminum. Remember, it's this heat rising. As soon as this heat rises and hits that aluminum and the vibration of the heart sound, it is already causing this uh, this aluminum sulfate and this barium sulfate start bouncing. It registers within the aluminum and the barium. It bounces right back to Earth. So 
when the Kundalini is rising and it gets to this canopy of artificial, of this artificial construct, this artificial matrix that is now sheathing the planet Earth, it bounces back down. And it's just spinning around all over the place, and everybody's becoming more and more, um, it, it's becoming more and more ingested with um, confusion and chaos. Knowing and then applying some of the applications of, uh, like, what we speak on with meditations and things like that, just having knowledge of self and knowing that dot, knowing that black dot, knowing that energy, the initial spark of that energy, you know, that positron or that um, electron, the antimatter and matter that forms the physical reality. So basically, particle of light, meaning the uh, positron and electron, positron is antimatter, that's the ethereal, that's the spirit. Electron is matter, that's the physical. So as the two come together, they explode into what we call raw energy or spirit, you know, in this term, will be enlightenment. So the particles of light are pulled towards materialization by gravity, and then it's pulled away from materialization by speed of light and met and unified at decisive distances to where that object is being materialized. So what we don't see in regards to um, the effect of uh, the effect of the chemtrails and heart system and with our energy, our emotion, is the energy in motion from previous events. Now that energy in motion is very equivalent to the antimatter, even though it was matter that may have you know, forms whatever um, the energy in motion is now, or that motion is. But the antimatter, the positron, then that's the, you know, something being pulled towards materialization by the forces of gravity, particles of light, photons are being pulled towards materialization. And then particles of light or photons are being pulled away from materialization by speed of light, in which that's, you know, which it travels in come to a decisive distance, a balanced distance, the object of materialization is being formed in the, in the balance of this space. Then it creates an orbit, and that orbit would be basically the physical reality. If you look at a galaxy, and or, you know, say you'll see two bubbles coming out of it called jet streams. So these jet streams coming out of both sides is where what's taking place is you have antimatter and matter combining and, co and collectively um, forming together on both sides, yet in the middle is where the actual materialization is forming. And that will be the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? And then that's us within the heart being the balancing aspect, the physical aspect, and then the higher and the lower selves, positron, uh, with the heart being the energy in motion, basically, but that's the physical pump that's taking in the energy by way of breath or whatnot. And then the physical being, you know, the living part, doing what we're doing, and the spiritual being the energy that is being pumped into the, this physical aspect of that energy, the heart. The heart is the light or whatever, the energy, emotion, if you will. It's not just the heart. The physical heart that I'm speaking on, but 
the emotions that reside within that can be a fear or can be a love. You know what I'm saying? The only two true emotions. So that fear emotion, false evidence appearing real, gets caught in that the field of um, chemtrails and bounces back down. It just, it just, like I said, just lingering around in the air waiting to be transformed or transferred into something else. So that is, is you know, that's my take on it, but that could be what is taking place in some of these weather incidents. Now, I'm going to relate this to the other, to other incidents as well. So last year, again, same area, Houston, uh, Dallas, Texas, Texas. Um, um, the, the dude went down, you know, shot these couple of cops and then over there, bad news, same thing, but also Austin Sterling, again, said, um, um, Castillo over in uh, Minnesota. And then you got the president thing, you know, going on. So all these energies are still lurking in the air. Even though we ain't thinking about it as much as last year, that energy emotion is still there. And it can be utilized and transformed into something else. But it's still floating in the atmosphere, that heat signature. Because this is lower based energy. You know, what, what, what happens when we're angry or agitated or frustrated? You know, we you know, we tend to bubble up with heat. We, we start sweating a little bit. And where does sweat do it? You know, naturally, sweat is, is just like condensation in, in the sky. When the planet Earth gets too hot, what happens? It starts to sweat. I mean, well, it starts to rain, you know, so that's weather. So what happens with us? We start to, when we start to get, you know, hot inside, we, you know, we start to get, so condensation starts taking place, and that, that sweat comes up, you know, that's detoxing when we get hot. All right. All right, so the, um, that's, we speaking right there on Harvey and Irma uh, this year, as well as Jose, and then we got this Marie coming in. So Marie is Marie is the same name as Mary, basically. You know what I'm saying? So Irma is a um, anagram of Mary, or Mara. Mara meaning great peace. You know, all right. So that all relates somewhat to our energy being. Transferred and transformed because it's dealing with a vast ocean of energy that's unlimited, universal, whole. You know what I'm saying? It really can't be separated. Yet the spirit of division is taking place. The spirit of the time is division and separation of one from the other. And that's that Sethian mind state. The Sethian mind state separates everything from the whole. The truth of the matter that everything is interconnected regardless. I mean, I, will, I am an individual. But yeah, I under, I have an understanding and understanding. Reconciliation, if you will. You know what I'm saying? I recognize that I am connected to everything else as well. I cannot be so complacent mentally to say that I am not at one with these curtains hanging or the wallpaper. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in, I can't say I'm not at one with the rocks outside. Even this artificial construct of computer, it has silicon, low carbon in it. You know what I'm saying? So, silicon is somewhat of a natural substance. Yes, isn't it that some think that it is uh, actually non ether or ether? You know what I'm saying? So, carbon is basically melted. It's the heartbeat. It's everything in life has some type of has carbon in it. Everything that has life. And it's, it's bubble right here. So, but this energy 
like I said, can be manipulated and transferred, transformed to something else. Like I said, this is hypothetical. Yet, if you do the study and research for yourself, you may see similarities as well. Right. The other storm, um, let's see, well, last year, uh, what was it? Uh, I got it wrote down. Matthew, Matthew and Hermes, right? Y'all do the math on the names uh, this time around. I'm not going to get into that too much. Actually, I have to go. I'm going to stay with my grand, my grandma in a little bit. My mom went out of town. My grand is at the house by herself, so they asked me to stay with them. So I'm going to leave out in a couple of I'm, I'm going to get everything in as much as possible anyway. So uh, 25th, no, 20, um, yeah, we just spoke on the ones for 2017 and the energy that may have led to some of those events that are still lurking out there and can be used, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you know. Um, as well as, like, what took place uh, with uh, the sister, um, Sister Kanika, that was found in that season, what was it, September 8th and September 9th? Had, I think she went to the, the, the party on the 8th and then the Bible was found the next day. Um, she, we're looking at these dates again, September 8th. Remember what I was speaking on last week? The last month of the year in the Kemetic calendar is um, the in five days, basically. But it starts on August 6th and ends on, I mean, September 6th and ends on September 10th. Those five days are also equivalent to a corresponding to five days being born. And on the day that they said that they so-called found her is the day of sixth birthday. On the ninth. And the 10th is the day of um, the day of Heteru's birthday. So we got six, seven, eight, six is the day of Osar, a set, seven, set is on eight. Ninth is Haru's birthday, actually. So is born on the day that they found her body. Set is born, so called, not really a person or a deity, but the energy is called on the eighth, day before they party. She was separated from people's. That she came to that party with. They so called found her frozen energy inside of freedom. This ain't frozen energy, though. You know what I'm saying? Again, what is frozen energy? Frozen energy is a large amount of mass, basically, it's a physical body when it comes into um, that after the turning of space or the turning spiral that takes place, the exponential spiral, so called the top takes place on um, premium mobile, then we have life. And that premium mobile looks like number six somewhat. So that's the carbon again. Then we're speaking on carbon, we're speaking on essence, and we go back to Irma, you know, the goddess of war. Goddess of war, Irma, you know, then Marie, or Mala, great sea, great sea. And we say melanin, darkness, or, or, you know, whatever. You know, when we're looking in the Bible, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. The darkness over the face of the earth, right? So what happened is 
God moved over the face of the earth for energy and motion. That's the premium of mobile, the energy and motion. So as that spirit moved, it began what we call physical reality. And that's the materialization that we are witnessing now. And this is always taking place. It's an infinite internal, external, internal exchange of energy. It's always going on. So this energy or spirit is always forming and reforming into something that's never dormant. But they found her her um deceased body in the streets on the night. And that's the birthday of a guru, right? Materialization. You know what I'm saying? Life matters. I Kanika, the name means extreme fortune, health and spirituality. So you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do a Quick, um, I guess say reading on her name and how it relates to um, what we're speaking on, as well as I'm just going to do a quick one. I'm going to do the soul merge and her name, Nika. You can look it up yourself. But basically, very intuitive, um, reserved, um, very inspired by wisdom, um, analytical, scientific. Precious spirituality and leadership. Looking for the opportunity to investigate the unknown. Use and show your mental ability. Find the purpose and meaning of life. Right? You know what I'm saying? Um, and drop, uh, 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 right here, um, say, operating on the spiritual side of your individuality can bring you to the great height and drop you off if you neglect the spiritual identity. Hmm. The solution is service to others. Usually, ability to humanity, not to self-worth. We have an eventual cycle, exciting life. Right, so, basically, Kanika, in this sense, uh, means extreme fortune, health, and spirituality. A very intuitive person. Um, success, and also accepts wisdom. That's balance, you know what I'm saying? Going to this, the solar number of Kanika. The solar number is 11, 11 and 2. We, we all know the numerology 11 is the master number, the number of revelation. The people with the number 11 appearing in their name or birth date generally are endowed with special tendencies towards leadership and inspiration to set them apart from um, the mass consciousness. Right. The number 11 may manifest in the person as a tendency to be idealistic. And, um, fanatical. See what number 11 2, so that's the solar number, is in tarot. From the tarot card, key 11, justice. So, uh, I mean, you know, the tarot card, it's a little different from playing cards, you know what I'm saying, but. They are for um, psychic reading, basically. They tell a story about your know, life, the future, and the past. But key 11 is justice. And it is stating that it is seeking education and guidance that comes under the key 11, which seeks to bring about balance through justice. So the skills here also symbolize the doctrine of karma work, action and reaction, the law of cause and effect, the outstanding lesson. Key 11 is to weigh the meaning of present conditions and achieve balance by overcoming the errors of the past. 
right? So use the sword of discrimination to eliminate mistaken thoughts. The elimination of the poisonous toxins in our lives, we ensure a balanced life. Um, Libra rules the kitten. So Libra is the, is the balance, you know what I'm saying, with the scale. Libra rules the kittens, and the organs of elimination that maintains their health is, of course, the kitten. That would take and flushes out toxins out of the body, poisons out of the body. So that's 11-2. Um, 11-2 equals, 11-2 equals what? Four. We're speaking on four. Four is the materialization of one, two, and three, or how one and two is reconciled by three, which is the energy or the desire to become, and then it actually becomes. One being the unconditioned reality. One being the undifferentiated energy, you know what I'm saying, that hasn't been formed or transferred. Two being the opposition, whatever's been placed on the outside of that unformed, unforming energy. Three being the movement or the reconciliation of that energy that causes the movement to proceed into the actual becoming um, or the actual materialization. The balancing, though, right here states that um, Disorder discrimination to eliminate mistaken thoughts, false evidence appearing real. So we use the sword, we use our spine, we use our backbone, discriminate between what's real and what ain't real. You know what I'm saying? False experience appearing real, false evidence appearing real, fear. And once we get that, those toxic thoughts out of our mind, then we have a balanced life. So this balanced life, we balanc, you know what I'm saying? Ankh, life, bow, Lord. So, Lord, of our life be balanced. Right here it says, the scales here also symbolize the doctrine of karma, where action and reaction are all cause and effect. Karma. You say the word karma is called Ra Ma'at. So that's Ka spirit, Ra, life force, and Ma'at balance. So karma is really the balancing of the life force energy or balancing of the life force energy or the spirit of the life force energy, the balancing of the spirit or the energy of the life force. That's karma. So when we're looking at something like it's bad or something like good or, you know, something happened to us, it's not really bad, like, you know, if I get into a car accident or does that happen? So I, I didn't actually get into one of the car with my, one of my partners told me about that energy and motion, that karma, is not really that it, it was bad. It was just the balancing aspect of that life as well as the energy or the life force energy. So when it's balanced and it comes into exactation, we shouldn't look at it like, oh, man, damn, had it. why did it happen? It's like, oh, wow, glad this happened. Now it's about whatever that was that I put out there, this is what took place. Now, the reason I say um, this, you know, like I'm speaking on what's going on, there's a few reasons, but like I said, the energy emotion doesn't, it doesn't go to sleep and it's no longer existing. It's still there. This happened to me a few times throughout the last few years, especially now dealing with the knowledge behind certain things in life on that trickling every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year, you know, in that cycle. And that's me being attentive to self, so, you know, 
So as that injury was going on this summer, this guy, I gained some weight, right? So in gaining weight and then exercise, remember exercise is the same root of exercise. So that means exercise is basically we are exercising the right to take out any demon or that thing that's within us that's toxic and that may be causing detriment to our higher self and to that original self, that first self. So when we take out that negativity or that toxic thought, that toxic reality, that toxic thing or whatever, it is transformed and transferred to something else. You know what I'm saying? It has, it's going to have a connectivity to a similar state of its original potential, yet it's going to be its opposite of will. When they form, it's going to form some type of reality to where it's going to be calmer about and bring about more life for the individual self, especially in the mode of awareness where we can discern what's that spine or what that energy is going to find the source, the true nature of what is what we are capable of in that potential energy. So what happened with me this summer, I like I said I gained weight, so I started exercising, exercise, exercise getting those demons out this toxin. So I'm sweating, sweating, sweating. Sweat again from the heat. So that heat signature of myself goes out into the atmosphere. Now, you know, whatever the aluminum and all that, you know, being that we deal with certain modalities of truth or in our experience, attention to whatever that's the thing. The key of magic is our attention. What, how we, where's our focus? If we really want something to take place, which focus on That's what magic is all about. Now, the sorcerers that's outside these external, you know, sorcerers out here, they got these wands now, you know, called remote control, and they, you know, we got them in our hand too, but, you know what I'm saying, they got them and they, you know, abracadabra or abracadabra, you know what I'm saying, the body, you know, they do with things to the dead body the physical body, you know, rest motion, and it causes us to go and act out certain things, activities that may not, we may not even want to participate with, but since it's already externally there and we're in sync, obviously the training aspect of um, the heart, the aureole sound of the heart, and it's perpetually going on with 60 hertz every day, and sometimes we may not, we may not know it's going on, we may not know that we react in certain ways to certain things, but due to the artificial construct and how much it has been repeated upon us unnaturally, but like I said, three ends, necessary, normal, and natural, everything seems normal, everything seems necessary. Yet the natural means of life are seem to be um, somewhat far-reaching. But, all right, so the, what happens is, you know, the energy that I was exercising out goes out there, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it isn't. you know, that fat or whatever was on me that burnt off with the sweat, that moisture, you know, just because of sweat on my body, it still turns into something else when it's evaporated, right? You know, it, it might look like you threw it on me or whatever as I'm looking at it, you know, but when it, just like on the planet Earth, we see the rain, but that rain, when it formed, was water vapor. Water vapor, whatever, the, 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 more, the heat goes up, goes in the clouds, and then form these water uh, particles, water vapor, and eventually water vapor comes together and clouds and everything and all that, and rain starts coming down and all that good stuff. But not to go into meteorology 101 or something, but basically the sweating 
causing the body to cool off, but just because the sweat gone off my body or whatever, I'm driving it, don't mean the vapors are gone. They're still in the atmosphere, right? All right? So the atoms still. So this, the, this thing is still circulating in the sphere. This, the sphere, the sphere, all right? But when it's going around, it has to come back to the one that initiated the thought. So after I done sweated out all these negative, whatever, toxins because I'm gaining weight. So that means I'm doing something wrong, right? I have to be doing something wrong, you know, emotionally in order for me to be gaining weight because now the, the energy and emotion is turned into an overindulgence in certain food items or whatever. And maybe me being soft or lazy, I, was, I mean, I'm still excited a little bit, but I was going through something for the first part of the summer, so like that. Um, so this emotional exchange took place. Then I went into the state of um, correcting it and discerning, oh, this is not even me. That ain't real. I, what am I to go back to, you know, to my gun, stick to, to what we know. So I applied what I know, not exercising on meditation, all this stuff. Lost the weight, but the weight, the energy, emotion had to come back. So action, you know what I'm saying? Other things, phone cut off, you know what I'm saying? But this answer is saying, we balancing this stuff. Now, total loss, this is Quick thing on on this truck thing and also telephone. Total loss on car. Well, not total loss. Thought it was total loss. Find out it ain't total loss. Didn't have insurance on the truck. Didn't have no tags on the truck. No registration. Nothing like that. Got to pay for. You know, it's caught. I'm thinking, oh boy, no insurance. This is what I, I said. This is what you think I was thinking. Because I know I ain't putting no insurance on because truck has just been sitting out there for a while. But um, things going on where my son's wife needs to be part of it. But anyway, so got an accident, no insurance, no, no um, tags, nothing, taking all that up to whatever. But basically, get a, I get a call and from the, um, my, because I had a loan on, on the truck for about three years, two years I had a loan on the truck. So they called me and let me inform me that, uh, the payment is due, and I was like, uh, oh, okay, and they also let me know they had to put insurance on the truck because the insurance that I had on it had lapsed and canceled, so they had to put company insurance on it. So lo and behold, there was insurance on it, and it would to actually cover the price or the cost of fixing the truck. So, okay, thanks, you know what I'm saying? And I lost, uh, I, in all, within all that, what was going on, my phone got turned off. So while the phone was off, you know, I'm exercising and everything. I ain't had no phone or anything, so I didn't have it on me. You know, it wasn't plugged up or whatever all day long, and I wasn't running around thinking about answering it and everything, creating, you know, what we call negative stress, if you will, or positive stress, but it's going to create cortisol in the body. And if that cortisol, you know, I hear the phone ring, oh, or I lose the phone or something. Oh, shit, pull the phone. You know, it's really not that important, you know. Lifeline thing that we got in our head. It's like it's really our business for it. It's connecting us to mother. You know what I'm saying? So we get fed off this some sort of thing. But so I lose the phone and I'm I'm exercising doing things about two months. Get my phone back last week. I had no problem I'm talking about I'm feeling good. I mean, last month, September, I promise you. I felt so good physically, mentally, emotionally in a long time. My body was just like, wow. I feel brand new. Like all month. I ain't lying. I mean, straight up and down, like six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? I feel good. Get the phone back. 
within two days, I ain't exercising nothing. I, now this, this is what happened. What happened is I had a hernia. Well, pretty much I pulled it one more to this muscle, I think. I don't know. That's what I was doing, of all things. I, I was evacuating myself. I was using the bathroom. What do you next? I went to sitting on the toilet. But I stood up. It was like I had a hernia. But I've had an ongoing hernia since the age of 12. Right? Picked up something. But anyway, I had the hernia. I'm like, what the heck? Use the bathroom. So, I, I mean, I'm talking about my legs, my kneecap, my toe, my lower back, my my, my lower stomach, man. All this just start aching. I'm like, what the? I couldn't even hardly walk. I'm leaning on one side, losing gait and balance and all that. And what the fuck? What the fuck? just in place. You know, so I, you know, I go to college. What am I doing different? What did I do different? That's where I always go to. What am I doing different? Bam. Telephone. I'm like, oh, I had that phone hooked up. It was, in, it was in my pocket on the left side, the same spot, the same area that's been, that was inflicted before um, I got to holistic health was the sciatic on my left leg. Now, you know, I didn't have this thing to heal years ago. Now, I might injure myself and it might spark up a little bit of pain every once in a while due to me exercising well, but the way it was back then where I couldn't move around and that pop no problem. I ain't got that problem. But that day, last week, it was worse than I ever felt. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, like my whole lower intestine that fell out and went in my ball sack. It was just hanging down. <laughs> but so what I did was, of course, I, uh, I drank some orange juice. Um, orange juice also helps with vitalizing tissue, muscles, or vitamin C, basically. B, B complexes, um, B12. I took magnesium, I took two magnesium, uh, calcium, and vitamin D pills or supplements, and drunk some orange juice with the pill in it. This is fresh orange juice, like I got some right here right now. So, but this is with the pill intact because pills have pectin in it, and it's, it's very uh, powerful for introducing um, nerves back into your system and immunity, all types of antioxidants, all that good stuff. But, so I did that, went to bed. I slept on my back that night. So I went to bed, and within three hours, when I had to get up and use the bathroom, I went to bed about 10 something. I got up and used the bathroom about 12, 30, 1, 30, somewhere around there. No problem. Everything back to me. You know what I'm saying? No power in my room. Everything's off, so no tissue hurts and all the agitating things going on with melatonin. And, you know, stem cells won't go into the, there and clean up the house, or that the goddess of war won't go in there and evacuate that the toxins and do what she got to do. Melody, the melatonin, you know what I mean? So that is two incidents that took place that in relation to what I'm speaking on in this energy and motion that doesn't go nowhere. It's always the leader. So the energy and motion of me exercising, sweating out those toxins was always lingering right there. Same thing with this, this, this what happened with, I'm going to run through these, but hopefully the phone don't cut off. I'm not sure if last week it cut me off uh, in between time, and I didn't know it was going to and give thanks uh, to those that's online listening. If you um, have any questions, let me know. All right, so let's talk. Let's speak on. Let's go back 2012. Um, Hurricane Sandy. Y'all recall Hurricane Sandy? That was like the largest hurricane come through for a minute. They called it the Superstorm Sandy, right? It, I think it was uh, the damage was second to. Only um, Katrina, and 
America was like $75 billion or something like that worth of damage. You know what I'm saying? So that was a big storm right there. You know what I mean? One thing that they wrote here about what took place is how it relates to global warming. Now, I'm going to read this. It says right here, all weather events are affected by climate change. So, actually, I'm going to read from the beginning. According to senior climatologist Kevin E. Trimper, the answer to the often asked question of whether an event caused by climate change is that it's the wrong question. All weather events are affected by climate change because the environment in which they appear is warmer and more moist than it used to be. Although meteorologist Martin Foley attributes standing to little more than the coincidental alignment of the tropical storm with the extratropical storm, Trimberg does agree that the storm was caused by natural variability, but adds that it was enhanced by global warming. One factor contributing to the storm's strength was abnormally warm sea surface temperatures offshore the east coast of the United States. All right, so as they move north, Atlantic hurricanes typically are forced east, now to see by prevailing westerly. But Sandy, in, or, for example, in, um, was blocked by a ridge of high pressure over Greenland, resulting in a negative North Atlantic population. All right, Greenland, that's over there in the European um, Union, over there in Europe, you know, what I'm great, uh, what's called uh, Great Britain, you know, Europe. Eurasia as well. So over there in the areas of a, a, a big, big uh, type of energy of uh, a high, high pressure system that blocks sand from going that to the east and it bounce back over, go towards the west, over there towards New East. Uh, where sand eventually touched down in the United States and, you know, New England and lost havoc over there, you know, beating up on the Atlantic coast, you know, boardwalk and all that, tore down, and came to even, even the Carolinas, you know what I'm saying? This is 2015, right? 2015. I mean, actually, this is 2012, my bad. So 2012. What took place prior 2012? Hold up. 2011, what took place prior to that? What major event that may have caused some type of emotion to linger? One thing, if you can recall, that happened in 2012 or 2011, May 1st, that's Bill Payne, May Day, 2011, was the capture and murder of the Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. Y'all can recall, yeah, that was 2011 on May Day, Beltane Day. Or, or Beltane meaning Bell Fire and, or Lord and Tane Fire. So the Lord of Fire. And remember, they, they, they killed him in that compound or whatever. And then they put him on the boat and they threw him over in the, in the water. They had, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They burnt him at sea. They burnt his body and then threw it over into the water. Some type of ritual, Muslim ritual, but not in Islam. But that was um, that was in 2011. Um, other things that happened that were major events was that all those English slides in 2011. You remember um, 
Mark Duggan was killed by a, a police officer. The police shot him. Shot him dead because they thought he was uh, he was in cahoots with some type of terrorist activity. So they shot him right there in, in the middle of the street, basically. And then it's, there, that was the, that's when a lot of these different riots occurred. Mark Duggan was interracial. He was actually mixed. You know, he's black and white. So that that unity of, of both realms, not saying color, meaning black and white, but potential of light and dark. Right. His last name is Dugan. Dugan. Dogon. You know what I'm saying? But did yeah, that was twenty eleven. And all that was lingered in the air. The English ride, you know, um been lied and being found and killed, you know, and everything. There was earthquakes all over in um uh, China that year too. Gaddafi was killed that year. The notorious uh, Libyan um, leader. So all these things took place in 2011. Um, and that's you know those have potential energy that can be utilized and then help stir that that system along. Remember this energy is sitting up there. It's just like what I was talking about when we down here in the macrocosm type of thing. But that's me paying attention to my energy, internal energy, and the external energy, and balancing them in my life so that I'm being the Lord of my life by unplugging, doing the neo, the external, artificial matrix. You know what I'm saying? There is a true type of matrix or mold or whatever you want to call it, something like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the mother mold, you know what I'm saying? That mother mode is a natural type of matrix. One we are under is an artificial construct. You know what I'm saying? So when we have, I realize, and we see the truth through the real, see through the realizer, or we can peek through the veil of ISIS, through the chemtrails, and we have that wisdom, you know what I'm saying, wisdom being two, the opposition being um Unified properly or being um, uh, corrected, you know what I'm saying. So it's going from the negative aspect of what the opposition may call to reconciliation or understanding. Then we can break out of that um, or peek through and go through that veil of ice outside of the atmosphere, and that's going into the fourth and fifth dimension and bringing that stuff that we need back down. So that telephone thing is letting me know. Oh, you've been distracted. You've got some things to take care of. Put it to the side. And then when I got it back and I, because I wouldn't, I heard it, but then I was like, no, I didn't get my telephone. I got it now. I got to, you know, get back on. I didn't know about this, this thing that my son gave me. It's a free app on it called Text Now. But anyway, I'm using Text Now, and I can use this word Wi Fi as a gift pack. That's what's up. Yeah, still, when I didn't have the phone, I was getting that. I mean, I'm, I'm working on this thing called Glow, Dr. Ali. Kadira and the family, you know what I'm saying? And it's something that we've been working on for three years, but I don't have anything concrete like that. For the past three years, I'm like, yeah, I've been working on this. You've been really putting this thing together, but I ain't really been putting this thing together. So I sat down, I was like, look, especially like when I didn't have a phone, I was like, man, I really had a thought, like, you know, 
ahead and put your put my I need to really put uh, more focus and attention to certain things, certain things that I have to do. And that's one of them. That is like been there for three years already. I didn't get other things prior to that. So yeah, so I'm been focusing on that too much now and I've seen that it really pays off to uh have less is more. Less is always more. But the less that we have on the table, the more we can get accomplished. And that's the same thing with him. So the less we have going on with him, the more that we can get um, done with him, and the stronger we are. All right. That's 2011. So going into 2012, the big storm takes place, Sandy and all that, East Board. I mean, the whole eastern coast was affected by it, from Florida all the way up to Maine. So basically the entire east coast of Sandy. And like I was saying, with with um, relation to global warming, do with like any type of climate change will cause um, some type of effect to weather. But also, it states right here one factor was contributed to abnormal sea surface temperatures. Temperatures is abnormal. With abnormal temperatures, got warm. Same with us. So these abnormal abnormalities within our physical reality are based on fear. When you look at the word fear, you also see the word fire, heat. You know what I'm saying? So that fear, that fire, goes up, and when it takes place, it you know it gets stuck or complacent in the atmosphere. And eventually, it will develop into global warming, so to speak. And as that temperature of the atmosphere increases, the capacity to hold water increases, and that will lead to a stronger storm system and a higher potential of rainfall. So if our emotions and our energy emotions is like, like the same thing going on, because the earth is beginning us. So the earth has an emotion which will be our emotion, basically, because we're interconnected. So the earth, the lower base, the earth, the root, down here, goes and emits certain energies upwards. If those energies are um, only of that lower aspect of heat, you know what I'm saying, speaking on anger and education and the different aspects, as well as other love. If you look at uh, different colors, Emotion, love, and happiness also generate the same color as anger. Anger has the same color at the top. As it goes down to the legs, the midsection or the torso, and down to, well, actually, that would be you know, around the torso, and down or the loins, it, it turns black or dark. All right, so anger has dark on the lower where the kidneys have fear going down in there, and up here at the top where the kidneys is, it has like reddish. Type of color, but that's the same color as love and happiness, um, as far as generating color. The color of neutrality within the emotions is actually blue black, though. So that's that melody, neutral, natural, that blue black. That's that the emotional body or that energy body emits that type of color when it is neutral, blue, blue black. But that heat, things, the anger, agitation, stuff like that, it goes up and it's stuck up there in the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, make sure I'm still on there. Yeah, still recording. Yeah, don't say that 
just said about 10 seconds left. If you did cut off, any questions, please uh, feel free. Or, you know, do what you do. If you have any questions, I'll, I'm right here. I'm going in between, you know, so sometimes I might jump off that screen. But I'll pop back in through there. I'll peek through the veil of ISIS. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but that was 2011 events going into Sandy. Now go to what was the next? I'm just going over a few of them. Uh, 2014. No, no, no. Uh, the, 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 yo, Kim. Yeah, 2014. Um, Wakim. You may recall. Uh, Wakim took place. Hold up, though. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um. Well, actually, now we spoke on all that. Yeah. So, Hurricane Joaquin, that was uh, 2015, September 2015, um, up into October 2015. Joaquin, Wakim, Wakim, it was called Wake, J O A Q U I N, announced. Joaquin. I said waking. So we are waking. This this Joaquin was in the year of Shemitah. Uh, one of those um Hebrew or type of Judaistic um holidays. Shemitah is based on um biblical type of uh, scenario where they practice Sabbaths, you know, within that religion, Judaism and um Great Sabbath, or we, you know, regular Sabbath, we, we tend to say that's seven day thing, you know what I'm saying? So, seventh day, God rest, whatever, you know, six days, Sabbath. And supposedly that, when they say Sunday, Saturday, though, but that's, you know, seven, seven thing. So, that seven days, regular Sabbath, then you have the seven year Sabbath. The seven year Sabbath is the Shemitah. And the Shemitah is like a, a year of rest where uh, no, um, Cultivate of the crop where nobody go has a year of rest, and it's also a year, a year that everything is given back to to the individual way to do a family, you know, what I'm saying as far as what has been taken away. Then we have the great cemetery uh, called a jubilee, but 2015, you know, was um, actually a cemetery, and that cemetery. Um, the Pope came, you know what I'm saying, and not in, in that September visited or whatever. The Pope was over there, spoke a couple of words and whatnot, and shit, shit back over those shit. Wherever he came from, you know, I don't know, maybe went back under that cave. <laughs> he, was, you know, he, went, he went to Shambhala <laughs> with all the other reptiles. And everything. Nah, but so that was 2015. Joachim. There was some other things that took place in 2015, like uh, if you can recall, um, well, you, we had that thing that they were well, over in Paris, but where uh, Charlie Hebdo's office was was uh, was taken over by some some uh, terrorists or whatever, and they went and shot up people working in there. If y'all can recall, that was in that was in 2015. Uh, of course, 2015 was a year that we saw a lot of different murders of innocent 
brothers and sisters taking place, being um, one of them, um, Walter Scott, who was, you know, you've seen footage, he was running and the police officer, so-called police officer, uh, shot him while he was running with no gun. He had no weapon and shot him. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, Freddie Gray, uh, Walter Scott was in South Carolina. Freddie Gray, that was over there in Baltimore, Maryland, in 2015, April. Both of those incidents happened. So if I'm not mistaken, April. Yeah, April 4th, they happened. That's when Walter Scott, that happened to Walter Scott. And then April 19th, around April 19th is when, actually that's when um, Freddie Gray passed. I think he was shot. Prior to the 19th, maybe it was 14th or something like that. I can't recall. But that took place in, in 2015. Um, to Charleston. Char- you, you know what I'm saying? The Charleston murder of those nine children, those nine individuated little selves, um, took place in 2015 as well. June 17th, June 10th. You know what I'm saying? 2015. What, to, what happened the day before June 16th, I mean 17th, on June 16th? President of, that, the president-elect, Donald Trump, announced that he would be running for presidency on June 16th, 2015. The day after that, that dude, Dylan something, went in there and um, started shooting up those innocent people or whatnot. The day after. All right. Is he still in the air? Is he still in the air? From 2015 to 2016, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, something else sort of took place that same-sex marriage thing was uh, that was a debate, and then it became a law, whatever. 2015. There was another attack on Friday, November 13th, Friday the 13th, 2015, if y'all recall, you know, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that well, relates to, it was also in conjunction with ISIS, but Friday the 13th relates to Zakas Moye, the, um, the French um, leader of Knights of the Templar, who were so-called um, so-called murdered on July 13th were executed for the police and everything. That was that's Yokim. Yokim of 2015. Yokim is the Spanish equivalent of um, or Joaquin is the Spanish equivalent of Yakim. Yakim is um, Hebrew for um, uh, these are old notes right here. It's Hebrew for God, um, the God exalt. What is it? Oh boy. Uh, anyway, this right here. I got it right here. Uh, let me go go too far. Right here it is. It is Hebrew for why I don't remember. Search is me. And I'm searching. Mm-hmm. 
He won't like this. Uh, it's only um, establishing. Y'all can't mean God established. I think it's uh, the father, um, his name is Father Merrick. Um, all right, so y'all can't mean because the father is married eventually supposed to have Jesus. So I can't mean God established.